Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Respawn Podcast, episode 10. Let's go, boys and girls. Let's go. Bash, how are you feeling, man? I am so excited right now. Double digits, bro. Double. Double trouble, double digits. Make it nice, do it twice. Twice time digits, brother. Twice time. It's great. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We made it to episode 10. I know a lot of people out there thought we weren't going to make it. I'm kidding. No one thought that. Yeah, it's all the haters we hear. (laughs) (laughs) To all the haters. To all the haters. I I thought I was going to be more like badass with that, but I had nothing after to all the haters. I've never really had haters in life, so I don't don't know how to respond to that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing, bro. We literally don't have any haters. Maybe we're like over-elevating ourselves here. Yeah. But you know what? We ain't elevating the fact that we're on episode number 10. Yeah. And 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 a prestigious event. You actually said episode. You didn't say episode. So round of applause for Lou, everyone. Round of applause for Lou. There we go. Brilliant. I love it. I love it. I love it. But uh, I'll be honest. We thought we weren't going to get to double digits. I mean, Who's we? We. Uh, we. We. Lord Lou. And I? In the third person. In the third person. (laughs) 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 See, uh, Sir Bash is quite fun. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I mean, we were talking, was it uh, earlier this week, when we were saying that it just feels like we're going from episode to episode in recording, in recording. We're like, hey, we're recording tonight. Okay, let's go. You know, we're like, whoa. Okay, but episode 10 is here, dude. It is here. It It is is here. It is in our faces. And you know what? It was literally 24 hours ago that we're shooting episode nine. Literally, like 24 hours. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I agree. 24 hours. Maybe 23. A freaking November, man. Where Ugh. has the time gone? Where has the month actually gone? That Dude. is the question I have for you. That is our time-space conundrum, Bash. Where so, is it going? I actually ha- I was having a chat uh, with someone earlier this week, right? And um, we came to a very interesting theory as to why time is passing the way it's passing. Give us the brief version. Let's so, go through it. So, so basically, right, it comes down to the digital space. Okay. Cryptocurrency, hit... brother. No, 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 not crypto, not crypto. Hold on. Right. I need to just, just rewind. I need to follow me here. Let me just focus. So the digital space, because if you think about maybe 5, 10, 15 years ago, right, when you yeah. woke up in the morning, the only life that you worried about was yours. The only things you needed to get done the only updates that you saw, the only things you were keeping track of, right? Mm. Am I right? Yeah. Well, now, I, I was like seven years old, so yeah. So now, I'm going to say 10 years ago, okay? <laughs> uh, that's tough. Um, so now when you look at it, every day when you wake up, it's not just your world, your life, you're keeping track of. Yeah. Now when you wake up, you're already following world news. You know, yeah. you, you know what's happening in the Middle East. You know what's happening in America. You know what's happening in Asia. Um, yeah. You're following the lives of all your friends, all your family, social media, your influences, you know, all these kind of things. Mm. So all of a sudden, your, your headspace is just huge right now. Yeah. It's no longer just the one task, you know, and, and it's like you, you end up on this kind of, uh, what's the word? It's like charge. You know, you, you, you have a level of stimulation where... Maybe time's not necessarily passing faster, but mm. your experience of it is crazy because your stimulation is so much higher. 
It's a good theory, man. Yeah, you know it what I'm saying? Theory, and I, yeah. And it's like sometimes you, you have to make the decision to be like, wait, I gotta unplug here. Like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that I, is true. I, I mean, we have touched on this many times in, in previous episodes, you know, and um, we were saying how if you stop and you unplug and you take time to, you know, focus, clear your mind, you know, all these kind of things. Instead yeah. of the normal morning routine of finding out what's happening in the world with everyone's lives and, you know, finding yeah. a new uh, a new billionaire routine early in the morning, <laughs> right? If, and four days in one day, brother. That's it. Four days in one day, you know, kind of thing. Uh, but <laughs> four days in one day. I mean, if you if you stop and, and, you know, you leave all of that stuff out, all of a sudden your day is long. Mm. You've got that's a lot true. to do. That is so, so true. Oh you, know, you know what I'm saying? And it's really that mindfulness. Yeah. It's like you you where you have today where you're just focusing on one track, which is your life, you know, and okay, yeah. what am I going to do today? You know, who am I going to influence? What, what am I going to achieve today? All that kind of stuff. Now you're like, okay, but, but this minister said this and, and that bill is being passed and now they're launching rockets and troops are moving and uh, uh, indicators are saying this, the market's down, inflation's up, you know, all this kind of stuff. And mm. all of a sudden you just run out of time because you just become aware of so many things that are all happening at the same time. Dude, it is so true. And let's just, um, let's even make it a bit more of a micro scale, right? If you just like that with a friend or family member, right? Let's say someone in, in your family's got some drama going on or like something's happening with your friends there and stuff. And as soon as you plug into that already, already time feels like it's just zooming past. Dude. So, so it, it could be a thing of no matter what you're plugging into, it's that, that, that idea of all the additional stimuli that you mentioned exactly irrespective of whether it's coming through the cell phone or people that you know or yeah. the community or whatever that is so so true yeah and man i tell you i've limited i've come to a place this year where i've limited my my amount of time on social media mm. like for pleasure viewing and stuff or just for like normal content con like consuming to make sure that i only do it like literally like for like 30 minutes in the evenings and it, on the days that i actually managed to follow that Dude, those are my productive days. Man. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. I, I, I'm telling you. You know, it's it, the other thing is also WhatsApp groups. Oh, mute, mute and archive. Bro. No way. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends. It depends what the group is, you, you yeah. know, sort of thing. There's social ones, there's operational ones, you know, all these kind of things. But like WhatsApp groups can, you, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll have like a block out of like two, three hours, or whatever. Let's, I don't know if I've got meetings or I'm driving, you know, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Seeing clients. Dude. Let me open up that phone again. Whoosh. That thing is like on plus 65. Yeah. You, you know, and then people are like, why don't you ever say anything on the groups? I'm like, because I can't freaking keep up with the groups. Like, <laughs> Yeah, by the time you're there, like the conversation's gone through five different topics. Dude. and then Ten so, disagreements and two confirmations. And that's like, it, brother. I'm and like, like three people yeah. have left in between. Five people <laughs> have been added. And I'm like, okay. At this point in time, I am purely, I, I'm admin in the group. But at this point in time, yeah. I am a spectator. Yeah, I, my my authority has been usurped. You know, a mutiny. Silent is, partner, bro. It, it's okay. Silent partner. I'll take that action. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but then you try and catch up with the messages, and then they're like, you know, those ones where you have to read more. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm like, guys, what is going on here? <laughs> and then and then I go all the way down, and I see like the last few. I'm like, oh, I really should like I want to comment on this. This is like yeah. good, but then now I can't remember where the start of it was, and I'm just like, you know what? I've got five other groups where the same thing's happening. You know what, Bash? I got a I got a solution for you, bro. Yeah, Popped yeah. Popped into yeah. my brain right now. Yeah. You put those groups on a rotation. Monday, you make sure you respond to X group. <laughs> Tuesday, you respond to Y group, 
And Wednesday, spoke <laughs> to Z Group. You just keep it going, bro. Being the silent partner ain't cool, man. We want to hear from you, bro. We it's want bit, to hear from you. That uh, on this podcast, you always find the better way, Lou. That is the better way. I'll give you props for that one. That was that was episode ten has done something to you, man. You've become this, this, this wise and you know profound leader here. You man, strategies, Lord Lou, Lord Lou, Lord Lou, Italian, Italian Lord Lou. I don't know what this thing you do. Pizza and the pizza, <laughs> dude. It's not pizza. It's pizza. Yeah, and I, know. I can't do the accents, man. The pasta and the pizza. I need like three takes on that, man. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> maybe something maybe. else to say. The what? The bottle. What a bottle. <laughs> but uh but how's your week been man what's been happening yeah you, you were coming man so the week were... hasn't been that long bro okay when, when i say week i mean since the last episode yeah but remember that was 24 hours ago oh true yeah, yeah. that's also true okay so not much then i guess man man oh. we're surviving bro that's like hashtag survival you know we're entering into festive silly season hashtag survival mm. but on a serious note though things are good bro things that's are good. picking up business is picking up instead of going down which is cool praise god Hallelujah. praise the lord Amen. very Hallelujah. very cool that's it um overwhelmed by the learning experiences as as i have been since we started on episode one actually i spoiled myself today what do you mean what, how why didn't you spoil me because bash you're my elder and i expect gifts from you oh is that how it goes okay yeah. all right so so please tell tell me and the viewers how you spoiled yourself today it was pretty nerdy, so I don't know if I want to expose myself. No, man. you have to. You don't have but a choice. Black- you mentioned it. You don't have a choice. It's Black Friday. It's Udemy. There's a couple of courses in the bag, in the cart, checked out. Ka-ching. <laughs> okay, hold on. You spoiled yourself with Udemy courses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's nerdy, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, you nerdy. see, it's this thing we called, call, uh, I actually got it from Diddy. From Diddy. It's a thing called Mr. Budget. Ah. Most the budget says, you know what, we can spend there, but not there. So we're like, we're like, okay. And you know what, whether you're going through a tough time or not, um, <laughs> what do they call it? Retail therapy does not change, bro. <laughs> <laughs> or whether you're on a learning experience or like on a proper, just, I don't know, spend whatever. Retail therapy, man, it does something for the brain. It's weird. But, eh? um, it is weird. It's, 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 um, I don't know what's actually better. So let me get your take on this. Okay. Is it more exciting to see something new waiting for you? Like, let's say the course now that, because that's what I mentioned. And you've been on the learning curve recently as well for the past couple of years. So you can relate to this. Is it more exciting to see a course there brand new waiting for you? Okay. Or to see it there finished? Okay. I have one reservation with your question because if a course is finished, I'm looking at it anymore. I'm like, I'm done. No, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. Just there when you get that completion certificate. Oh, yeah. No, listen. Listen, with the number I've done, the completion is so much better because (laughs) for so long, that little freaking purple bar moves so (laughs) slow. It's like, it's like, surely I've done 5%. Surely. Yeah. Because I realized Udemy goes in increments of 5%. So I'm like, that wasn't 5%. (laughs) That was not 5%. This whole day was not 5%. Then I asked myself, like, am I struggling? Like, am I stupid? Like, am I going this slow? You know what I always ask myself, and it's quite uh, embarrassing, but mm-hmm. it's the truth, you know. The respawn's about being truthful, right? Okay. I always ask myself, what would Bash have done? <laughs> Wrong question. <laughs> Wrong question. I know, bro, but let's actually ask myself, because like we discussed last episode, you're like the expert at redlining. <laughs> so I'm like, I haven't even finished 5%. I wonder if Bash would have done like 15, 20, or 15. <laughs> 
And then I'll just sit there. I'm like, yeah, anyways, carrying but, on. <laughs> but let's be honest about the paradox about this time thing that we're talking about where we can't track. How yeah. is time moving that quick, but that damn progress bar is moving like Dude. at half the speed? Dude, tell me. Yeah. Please explain it. How is a 16-hour course taking me more than a day? <laughs> what is taking up my time? Apart from the not understanding and struggling and Googling in between. But damn it, man. <laughs> False lies. They sh- they should honestly like tell you sixteen hours is the expected time. No, no, sixteen hours is the recorded time. Forty eight hours is the expected completion time. That's it, bro. Fifty hours you're struggling. Get some help. That's Something it. Like that, you know. That's it. They should give like some AI bot to help us out there. No. Well, well, I th- I think they 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 kind of like want to surprise you with that. You know, they're oh. like, listen, you know, we can't give you the true expectation because what's going to happen is you're kind of like going to be you know, turned away yeah. from it, you know, it's not yeah, going to be yeah, so attractive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's only eight hours. Oh, that's great. That's cool. No, it's eight hours of video. Yeah. Yeah. Not eight hours to understand, take it in, nah. make notes, make that's sure you it. understand, do the project, do the exercises, <sighs> meet for coffee to get the exercises figured out, struggle <laughs> with the exercises after the coffee as well, and then convince yourself that you understand what's happening. Yeah. It sounds eight hours. Sounds fantastic. I mean, we, I think when I signed up for the Java one, it was 83 hours or something. Sheesh. It wasn't great. I'll, I'll be honest, 83 hours. I was like, I, I could knock that out. No, it was like almost double that because, you know, with anything about learning, you you literally create new neural pathways. Yeah. So you can have understanding. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And depending on whether or not you are used to creating neural pathways, so you have a healthy mm. brain that's constantly learning or whatever, that could be a shorter process, you know? So like a lot of people say, no, no, I'm a quick learner. It's normally yeah. because they, they're constantly learning mode. So they're always creating these new neural pathways, you know? But yeah. like people who become just consumers and observers and they're never learning and creating, they, dude, to learn something new, it's like, oh. And, and you know what the worst part is, is that you can't be a learner overall. You have like, like specific kind of disciplines where you're a learner. You know what I'm Left saying? Left brain, light, right brain. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's more like the type of, yeah, it's, ty- it's the type of skill you're trying to learn. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I know, I know specifically there are certain things I can learn faster than other things. Yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying? And it's like so interesting to think that, um, you know, and, and we always bring it back to, to this kind of thing, you know, the Bible kind of thing, is that I found that, that people who have always traditionally been lazy to learn, you know, they struggle yeah. to grow in their walk with God because you literally are learning a whole new way of life. 100%. You know and learning saying? requires accountability. Yeah, yeah. Lazy people don't have that. Exactly, you know. But the thing is, look, it's not about getting it done quickly or whatever. It's about making mm. sure you're doing every step. That's that's really the key, you know. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, dude, you know, that learning process, ah, let me, <laughs> let me tell you, man. I, I, But you know what? It's the, it's the thing in between where you get to that, you feel like you've accomplished so much and then you look and it's like, 20% and you're like oh, mm. how much more is there to learn mm. you know I mean at one stage I left it for like nine months I paused like, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't do this anymore I'm like no way this is not I think I'm, I think I'm in that phase right <laughs> now <laughs> Listen, but it's, it's tough man it's a tough thing it is a tough thing but I, I, I found that what you really got to be good at is um, looking at things in a way alright that makes sense to the way your brain works. Yeah. So, so I was a math tutor for probably like three or four years after high school, right? Because yeah. the, the math center that I went to, they asked me to come back. Like, hey, what do you do? I'm like, no, I'm studying. He's like, cool. Part-time job, come and tutor maths. We'll pay you per yeah. hour. It was great. It was like really amazing, you know? 
But what I found you was... I'm a nerd. You say I'm a nerd. Really? You, you are a really? nerd. For Black Friday, you bought yourself Udemy courses. That's great. I, yeah. I love that. Listen, that, that's amazing. I love that. But for Black Friday, I want to buy myself like a 7800 XTX. Or, wow. or or wow. a new, a neural DSP quad wow. cortex. So when did you win the lotto, Bash? When did this take place? No, no, no. I said I want to. Doesn't mean I can. Okay. Hey, listen, I was looking at Porsche first on their website for Black Friday. <laughs> I went on to secondhand car places just to window shop the prices there, man. And how'd it go? Yeah, depressing. <laughs> but at the same time, like really motivating. <laughs> You realize when you see those prices, like I gotta do more courses. Like what the? <laughs> I didn't buy enough cash. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait, what was the what was the point I was making? Oh yeah. So the the tutoring, right? Yeah. So I I what was a very interesting thing that I picked up from all the different students because I mean the the math center had like hundreds of of students, you know, and and they have like set slots that they come in the week, you know. Yes. yes. So I I normally used to do like Saturday morning eight to twelve was my kind of um, slot for tutoring, and then in the week if I had time. So I would eventually like start seeing the same kids over and over, you know? Yeah. There'd be different kids when someone's catching up a block or something like that, you know? Mm. And I promise you, it was so interesting that the same concept I had to explain differently to every kid who sat mm. down at the table. Yeah. Excuse me. You, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's important that every single one of us understands that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like I would explain, okay, so this is the quadratic equation. And you explain it one way to someone. And they're like, oh, that's so cool. So I'm like, wow, that way worked. Cool. Next kid comes. This is the quadratic equation. And you explain it the same way. And they're like, huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sound. Yeah, I like that sound. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And the truth yeah. is, is that it's not a matter of ability. You know, everyone's got the cognitive ability, you know. Mm. Um, obviously, confidence is a big thing in it. You, you know, if, if, yeah. you haven't, if you haven't had a chance to test it and see the result of it and, you know, go through that process, then confidence doesn't really build. But um, you can't really test the ability until you've understood in the way that you've need to. Yeah. You with me? Like, For example, like, yeah. like some people need a story. Some people need a picture. Some people, mm. you know, need a lot of detail. Some people need very high level concept. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's important that everyone figure that out for themselves because for me, um, I've I've made like a pattern. Yeah. So if someone's trying to teach me something, there's there's a way that, you know, you, you learn over the years. That's how I learn the best. Yeah. That that's the way that I learn the best, you know. So when someone yeah. explains something, you try and assimilate the information through that kind of strategy. Mm. You know, and it's so crazy that it's unique to all of us. It's like something that we all have to figure out, you know. And and the hard part is like you were talking about when I said, you know, um, I put it down for like however many months and you're like, yeah, I'm there, I'm there, you know? Is <laughs> yeah. that you, you got to take all these, this information and you got to like process it and be like, okay, all right, let's take this piece. All right, how am I making sense of this? You know, yeah. do I need to, do I need to like get props and like, like, like build it? Do I need to draw a picture? Uh, what can I relate it to? Because mm. the, the, the big thing that we often do is that we try and relate it to something we already know. Why? Because we feel safe there. Yeah, familiarity, man. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh, so it's it's how I do that. It's like, no, that's it's not how you do that. <laughs> you, you with me? But yeah. there's certain things in the way you do that that we can use to understand this. But yeah. it's not how you understand that. Yeah. You, you with me? I don't know if you felt that struggle where you just like, okay, I need to develop a new way to understand you. Yeah, 100%, man. The frameworks, it's not a... You can't paint them all the same 
with the same brush, man. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I wish you could, but like even for myself, I find that, and this has been going on since since school. You know, I need the I need like a practical, almost walkthrough mm-hmm. of something. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I just don't get it, man. Mm-hmm. Like if I don't see that if one plus two equals three, and you just tell me one plus two equals three, I'm just like, but how? Why? Like, I need to see it. And it was the same in art. I had to see, like, okay, you're telling me to do this, but then do it. Once I've seen you do it, I then, like, I don't know, something in my brain is like, ah, that's mm. how they do it. That's how they implement it. And then it's the same now with the web development. Don't just tell me what the code does. Let me do it and see it. Or yeah, let me see yeah, you yeah, do yeah. it. And then I can see results. I'm like, okay, then it's cool. Because no, even, like, what you're saying, different ways of learning. That's why I think a lot of kids struggle in school, man, because the teachers often because of the size of the classes and, you know, lack of time and whatever, they can't explain it 10 different ways, unfortunately. Or 40 different ways. Or 40, exactly. Yeah, yeah, 40 different ways. And I experienced that, especially with a, like a difficult subject like physics, for example. Dude, yeah. grade 10, 11, those, te- those educators made like literal zero sense to me. Even though the other kids gained 90%, I was like, I'm lost. And then in my trick, bro, I got like a, an additional resource textbook where it was like a special. Yeah, uh, what, what was it called? I know that textbook, dude. That textbook, that that thing. You bought it from CNA, right? Yeah. That thing saved my physics in matric, dude. I kid you not. I can't explain to you, yeah, how that thing saved me. I was like, it clicks. I'm not stupid. It makes sense. Just because they explained it in such a way that I could grasp it. I'm like, Mm. this is so cool. Mm. And the major thing that kicked in then was confidence, like you're saying. Absolute confidence. But I'm glad that we're on this topic, Bash, because i got an interesting question to ask you, right? Oh, no. Really? You're supposed to prep me with these things, brother. Hell no. Hell no. I'll give you some uh, I'll give you some food for thought, right? So that I got one, that I gotta chew in and, and spit out now. Um yeah. Okay. Well I'm sure you've thought about it, given your character, this is something you've thought about before. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> let's go for it. So epitho epithode. <laughs> Wait, okay, you gotta hold up. We are not moving past that. Okay. Okay. We are not let's just you went from Episode to episode. <laughs> Let's just talk about this lift that has come up. All Louis, right, do you have... and I'll talk with the lisp for the rest of the podcast. Bet. If on. No, no, no. Unbet. Unbet. I can't do it. I can't do it. No ways. It's too late. No. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's I unbet. I unbet it. I unbet. Go. <laughs> Beth, you can't unbend. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so bad. This is so bad. <laughs> Alrighty. I can't Pink believe that. I can't believe there's no S's in your name. Like seriously. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's glorious. But anyway. <laughs> All right, Lou. Concentrate. Focus. Right. Focus. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, piss off, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 that's terrible. Well, that's not nice. Oh, stop it. Okay, we're done stop now. It. Okay, we're done. Focus. Viewers are, are, are laughing <laughs> or getting irritated now. One of the two is happening. Yeah, one okay. of the two. All right. So, anyways, episodes one through to 10, we've been talking about this thing called the process. Mm. Episode one through to 10, we've been giving tools about how to go through the process, things that can help the viewers and ourselves find a better way on the process. But there's a key concept that I realized we have not covered yet. Okay. And that's the idea or the concept of 
standards. Standards. Quality standards. 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 Right? Now, what do I mean by that? So, for example, we can go through a process. You and I, we can both go to a house and be told that, you know what, Bash, Lou, you guys need to paint your houses. Whoever paints it the best wins the prize. And I could paint it the fastest, like literally in an hour, but slapdash, this thing looks horrible. Mm. And you could take two weeks to paint the house and it's been done beautifully. And that could just be because of different standards that we hold to what looks like a good job, a finished job, a completed job. Yeah, and also right. what we think about painting. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, a whole bunch of factors, right? Yeah. And now the food for thought is that we are living in a country, right, where 30% at school is an acceptable pass rate. So 30% of whatever subject it is that you've chosen is enough to know to then be launched into the real world and university and be expected to be competent and capable and fine yeah. and confident yeah. when yeah. you're only holding 30% of whatever it is. So the question I'm getting to is what should the standard be in our process and where the hell do these standards come from that each person has? Because take people like you and I, like we've discussed many times in the past, we've got ridiculously high standards for certain things. Whereas other people, 20% less is their ridiculously high standard. Where other people are 50% higher than us and that's their okay standard. So where's this coming from, man? And what is the better way when it comes to a standard in the process? Because we understand that we can't be doing things in a laxy-daisy manner or in a way that whatever it is that we're setting out to do is not complete or not functional. Otherwise it's kind of pointless. And I'm sure everyone can agree on that. Yeah. Put 10 hours into an activity just for the activity not to work out or at least result in some form of the final image that we had in mind, mm -hmm. a working model of sorts. So for example, the tennis, I'm sure that when you started, how many years ago is it about four, three, five years ago that you started to get back into it properly? Yeah. It was probably four. COVID time or so before just that. Just before. Right? Yeah. Just yeah. before. Yeah. And I'm sure when you started that, there was almost an end goal to say, you know what, at first I'm going to get back to this level mm. in terms of maybe just fitness and technique. But from there, there's another one and another one and another one. And this can go on and on. Yeah. And if you don't have that in, in place, you literally have no end goal to move towards. Yeah. So the way that I'm seeing it is that standards are connected to our end goals, or at mm. least they should be to a yeah. degree. Yeah. But what I'm noticing, especially in a country like ours, and it's a bit of a paradox because if you speak to any of the the expats and stuff and the guys that have moved to overseas countries like New Zealand, Australia, England, those guys hate us because South Africans are typically seen as so capable of doing the whole job where they've got 10 people that would typically do it. Yeah. You need one South African. Yeah. But look, yeah, living in South Africa, you're starting to see a change in the tide where standards are not a thing anymore. And yeah. just like any government institution and you'll see that apart from maybe SARS. Yeah. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's just like, what is happening? What is happening inside the internal thinking mm. of people? And what is your take? What is your take on Jeez, dude, you said you, you said you had a question. My man came out with a whole thesis here. What is going on? <laughs> okay, so. Um, basically, I'm done talking for the night. Matt, <laughs> handing over to you. Audience, it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> so, so look, I think you touched on micro and macro there. Uh, micro meaning the individual macro, obviously, where, you know, you, you use the country. Yeah. Uh, the country example. So I mean, let's let's focus on on micro first. You know, yeah. Because uh, ultimately, you know, macro in this example 
is just the end effect of lots of microbes. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I think, um, firstly, standards, right? So what's important, so like you use the tennis example, right? Um, standards can actually be very crippling mm. uh, when, when we're talking about our own internal standards, you know, our personal standards, you know? And yeah. um, for example, let's say, let's take tennis example, right? I put in all the effort, I do it, I do it, and man, I am, I am ripping this forehand down the line like you cannot believe. The ball is, is getting off the strings perfectly. That topspin is so high. It's bouncing mm. in the court. Once it hits that ground, it is moving. You know, it's yeah. like it is perfect, okay? Yeah. But internally, okay, what's happening internally could be that, no, I got to do better. I got to yeah. do better. I got to do better. I got to do better. And the reason that happens is everyone has a kind of sense of the potential that they have. Mm. You with me? But I believe the problem comes in with internal standards versus external standards, right? Because um, we may have internal standards that are so far above external standards yeah. that we never actually have confidence to do anything externally because we feel like we can't do anything. Sheesh. Yeah, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? So, sure so can relate to that as well. Yeah, so I mean, we could have such high standards and be like, no, I got to do better, I got to do better, I got to do better. But, um, you know, when you look at the external standard, what everyone else is doing and what the norm is and you know, all these kind of things, you yeah. could be meeting all of those things and more, but internally you could feel like you're just not good enough. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? You could feel like, whoa, this is these, you know? And, and it is that, that kind of sense of potential, but it becomes dangerous when that sense of potential becomes the key to value yeah, or the key to acceptance. Mm. It's like, I got to do this better so that I feel like I'm valuable. I got to do this better so I'm accepted. Are we going back to objective anchors, bro? Objective anchor, number one. But <laughs> so, so we'll put that back on objective anchor. You know, guys, yeah. go, back, go back to the other episodes to talk about it. But this point we haven't discussed, right? Um, the point of having internal standards but never ever doing anything about it. Because that's also a place where you could be completely crippled. Because you know what actually starts happening is you start becoming delusional. So when you say doing something about it in terms of dealing no, with the standards or trying to reach them? No, no. I'm saying, I'm saying not doing something about it. So, not doing something. Yeah. So like, have you ever been in that space where you had an idea and, and, or even dealt with people? It's like, yeah, I'm going to be a millionaire. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, dude, that's cool. What's your plan? No, no. I'm just going to be a millionaire. I'm just going to do it, bro. That's it's it. going to happen. It's in me. I am, I am destined to be a millionaire. My mama told me. My mama yeah. told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, my, my mama, my mama done said that, you know. Uh, so let's, let, let's talk that millionaire example, right? So yeah. someone's like, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm, gonna, I'm like, okay, cool. So, I mean, what, what are you doing? Are you, are, you, are you studying something? What's the skill? What's the product? Uh, have you identified the niche in the market? It's like, no, I'm just, I, I just know I'm going to be a millionaire. Yeah, I'm like, oh, oh, oh okay, that's oh, that's cool. All right, your secret, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, cool. And then a couple of years down the line, they're still like, yeah, no, no, I'm gonna be a millionaire. It's it's fine. I'm yeah. gonna be a millionaire. Okay, what's your plan? How, how are you getting there? And um, eventually, what takes place down the road is that that person will actually start believing that they are, mm. regardless of what's happening externally. Yeah, you with me? Because if you just hold on to an internal standard or belief and you don't bring that out externally, you don't, you don't bring that out into your life, yeah. that's, that's what we call a delusion. Mm. 
you you with me? It's like real quick. Yeah, it's like you know I I I knew a guy a couple of years ago. You know he was convinced that he was the the greatest people's person, mm. you know that ever existed. And then you see him with people, and it's just like, dude. But but he would walk around thinking that you know this is the thing, and yeah. and what tends to happen is that if we hold onto those things without taking the accountability, like you're saying, you know, learning. With learning yeah. comes accountability. Taking the accountability to produce the fruit in line with that, to, to produce the signs in line with that. So, for example, I'm going to be a millionaire. Okay, cool. If, if I tell you I'm going to be a millionaire, cool. So, we'll have that conversation now. Next year, you'll come to me and say, okay, so, Bash, what is the net worth increased by? Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? If I say to you, uh, Lou, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to learn, I'm going to become a, 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 a software developer. Jeez, that's yeah. amazing. Cool. So next year you come to me, it's like, okay, so what can you do? It's like, mm. no, no, I can't do anything yet, but I'm going to be a software developer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're with me. And then I go around and I tell everyone, I'm going to be a software developer. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you know, all this kind of stuff. But yeah. I don't match an action to that to get onto the pathway to do it. What's yeah. going to happen is, right, I am going to hold onto something that has no proof that it is or anything like that. And I'm going to delude myself. Yeah. You're with me. I am now believing things that are untrue, things that, that aren't based on evidence, right? Because mm. of how I want to feel if I was that. Oh, well, that's dangerous, man. Very dangerous, dude. So, so your question has two sides to it. You know, the, yeah. one, is, the one is where you analyze, uh, where your internal standard brings you to a crippling point where, you know, you're actually, you actually have such a high standard, but you can't, you know, sort of have confidence in what you can do, right? Yeah. And the other side is the one I've just explained now is that where you, you want to have a certain internal standard, whether it's high or low or whatever, you know, your certain internal standard that you have, but you do not take the accountability to act that out. Yeah. yeah I'd say take a basic example. Let's take guys, for example, right? Every guy will tell a girl he's a gentleman, right? Yeah. But if you watch him, he's not a gentleman. Mm. But he says, no, I'm a gentleman. Why? Because it's good to be a gentleman. Yeah. So... If he can tell everyone that he's a gentleman and he doesn't act accordingly, he's the one who's deluded. Yeah. Because truth be told, you need to show that you're a gentleman more than you need to say you're a gentleman. And that's biblical, man. I no, mean, literally the Bible tells us, observe the fruit. That's it. You know, that's so it. don't say that you're X, Y, and Z when your actions every single day are displaying a very different picture. No, absolutely. Sense. And, and actually, I mean, you can't expect anyone to even listen to you then. Or to take you for your, or to take your word for it. Yeah. Because eventually it's almost like, you know, that saying, you know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame, shame on, me. on me. Yeah. Yeah. It really comes down to that as well. And I mean, it's also what James said about, you know, where faith without works is dead. Now, he wasn't saying you must work to have more faith, mm. or he wasn't saying that faith alone is enough. No. Yeah. He was challenging the people to what they claimed, uh, to, to the faith they claimed to have. Because you see, what they didn't understand is that if you claim to have faith, it will produce action. 100%. You don't have faith until you show it in your works. That's it. And in all honesty, that's just looking at the, the word maturely. Yeah. It's not like it was difficult or in a, said in a difficult manner or a hard way yeah. to understand just, properly. It's just reality. Mature, you know, yeah. just, just suck it up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is what it is. So, yeah. so that being said, you know, the, the extreme response is, okay, but then must I not have standards no, no no listen you must have all those things you, you you have them you can't avoid them 100 you with me but here's the thing 
you need to seek God for the wisdom on how you're going to bring these things about. Mm. You know what? If, if you want to be a certain type of, of a professional in your field, if you want to have a certain level of skill, right? What are you doing to get there? Yeah. You can't just sit back and hope it happens. Yeah. You, you with me. You know, last week we were, we were playing tennis. And man, I was having a bad service day. Like my serve was just atrocious, right? Which, Isn't that like all the time? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> more often than not. But anyway. So, <laughs> and, uh, and, and I was 15-40 I was down, right? I was yeah. 50, it was 15-40, two break points down. And my opponent says, he says, Bash, your destiny is in your hands. I was like, wow. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> but the truth is, there in that moment, right, I can think yeah. to myself, I'm like, yeah, I'm like Roger Federer. I'm this, I'm this. I'm, no, no, hold on, wait. But what do I have to tap into to be like that now? Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Well, what is, what is the decision I'm going to take to make sure that that comes out now? Yeah. You, you're with me. And, and like you, to your earlier point of the objective anchors, right? Um, that is now where we say, okay, cool. If I've got this thing inside me that, okay, Lord, you've gifted me with whatever. Mm. And you know, the truth is, is I can be, I can be this or I can be that, you know? Then we need to say, okay, well, what's inside of me that's going to help me produce this? And it's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. We need to go to him and say, Holy Spirit, well, I, I see an opportunity here. This can work. Help yeah. me. How do I bring this out? And whether it's going to be, you know, it's going to be studying and researching, actually going out and testing and meeting people and, mm -hmm. and you know, all these kind of things, whatever it's going to be, all those standards, they need to drive an action. They can't mm -hmm. just be there. Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. And also to your point, man, you know, the, the high standard that we have set internally, the only way that we're ever going to really make monumental steps towards it or even small steps day to day is to get to a working standard. Yeah. That's it. As you like to call it. Yeah. I mean, and that was a key concept that you broke down to me is that Lou, you've got your internal standard. That thing is nonsense. It's incredibly high. It's good to have, but it's not realistic at times. Mm. Get to the working model. Mm. And what I found that, you know, when once we had that conversation and I took some time to reflect and just think about it, I was like, you know what? That's what I've had to establish with literally everything mm. in my whole life. And I was like, damn it, man. Why did I think I didn't have to do that now? You know, it's like so irritating, but yeah, we are. Yeah, exactly. Reminding you of a better way to do things. And That's the working it. standard is the only way that, number one, you get to test where you're currently at and make improvements and build upon it or make adjustments or to see that, hey, wait, this is good. It's like really, really good, actually. Better than I thought. We can work with this for yeah. some time until we get, like you're saying, Holy Spirit, what's the next step for this? Yeah. And the working standard is also the only way that you ever start impacting those around you as well. That's it. Because if you're keeping it all to yourself because you're trying to get to the perfect 360-degree circle, dude, no one's ever going to benefit from whatever it is that you've already accumulated in the process. So I think maybe to sum it up, we can then say is that, as you mentioned on the previous episodes, is that take a step back in the process and see where you're at. Yeah. And do some reconnaissance and just say, okay, cool. This is where we're at. This is cool. This is good. Yeah. And yeah. while you're doing that, See where you are in terms of a working model in whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. Mm, it's really pertinent. Otherwise, you're never going to get started. And number two, your confidence just ain't going to go anywhere. Yeah. And, and, you'll, honest, and, and yeah. you'll forfeit opportunities because of that. That's it. You know, yeah. I mean, and, and it, always, it always comes down to that saying, and, you know, it's something that's a bit of a cliche, but when they say that hard work always beats talent, 
it's just it's the hard work needs to happen and the hard work only comes in by grabbing the opportunities that's you have to grab the opportunities and also that's how you learn man it's literally how you learn is through opportunity and yeah if you stuff up the opportunity it's okay it's not great but it's okay there's a silver lining to it and I, and it's I better always, than not taking the opportunity. I always like to say that it's in the opportunities you learn the unknown things. <laughs> you, you know, what yeah. <laughs> no, I, I literally, I literally. Why always, did you make it up on the spot? I literally like put together the thought, like that, that would sound <laughs> nice, but I I knew it, you know, because because the difference is is that you're always going to see things that you that are obvious to you. Yeah. But the minute you take action, there's a lot of unknown things that you're going to learn. Dude, yeah, you you with me, and I and I think you know to to add to to how you were summarizing everything, Louis. Like you know, guys, um, always understand that your internal standard is always a process. Mm. So that internal image that you have, it's always a process, and every time you're gonna get close to it, it's gonna get bigger, it's gonna get better, right? Yeah. Because as your proficiency in something is increasing, your possibility is increasing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It it may be yeah, it may be at one point where decades down the line you're like, okay, this is maxed out, you know, you know, kind of thing. Or okay, I'm tired. Yeah, it's like okay, I'm tired. I don't need any more of this. I'm done. You know, kind of thing. But you always got to accept that. Okay, that thing is always a process, and it's it's always increasing. It's always increasing. But it doesn't mean that just because I haven't reached the next level, it's increased to that I can't do anything practical. Hundred percent. That I'm completely yeah. unable. I'm like That's I'm crippled it. because I haven't met this thing. No, 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 no. Internally, you're like, no, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And I've got a plan how what I'm gonna learn and who I'm gonna speak to and where I'm gonna study and you know, whatever. Uh, but if someone comes to me, I must be able to see clearly, like, yes, I can do that. Mm. Not- imagine doctors had to wait until they could do a full heart transplant before they do stitches. You get what I'm saying? We'd be we'd be We'd be stuck, man. We, we, we'd have a, a slight, like, yeah, we'd be very yeah, stuck. we'd have a problem. We, we would. So, wait, hold on. Just, what did you say? Doctors had to wait. Imagine, like, like surgeons waited until they were capable of doing heart transplants before they allowed themselves to do normal stitches. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, no. no I'm, yeah. With you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I thought you flipped it over. I'm like, dude, hold on a second. But, but that's it, you know, and, yeah. and it's important, guys. It's important that that what you need to do and when opportunities uh, um, present themselves, right, you need to have a good sense of what it's going to take to meet that. Mm. And oftentimes our sense is clouded by this ever-increasing internal standard. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? And, but if you actually have a good sense, and that's why it's so important that whatever you're carrying, whatever standard, whatever vision, anything, it's so important that you go out and you do something so that you can test it. And you can say, all right, I've done that. That's what it takes to do that. Yeah. You with me? Otherwise, everything's terrifying. Everything's yeah. fearful. Everything is like, oh, it's so big. I wish I need to find someone to help me with this or whatever, you know, kind of yeah. thing. So, so, yeah, man, I think, um, I, I think we summed it up quite well, you know, to, to, to say it like that. And, you know, guys, uh, from my side, you always got to remember that um, you have a lot of, sort of elements that are always at play at the same time because you're fearfully and you're wonderfully made, right? God created you as this completely complex, intricate, majestic being mm-hmm. in his image and his likeness, right? And yes, there is a process that you have to go through to manage the amazing being that you are, 
to come yeah. to come to terms with okay wow these are all the faculties that i have this is how i'm going to manage it this is what's been placed inside of me this is the potential i have this is how i can realize all these things you know and um and it's important to always remember that whatever that process is he's there he's yeah. with you he's the helper you, yeah. you know that kind of thing and whatever it is you need to do whatever it is make sure you have that external anchor and make sure that whatever opportunity comes that you see clearly that okay wow i can actually do that you know and make yeah. it the the making sure is constantly put into practice what you're hoping for what you're That's believing it. constantly test it constantly you know, don't just go study theory or get an understanding of a concept. Be like, oh, no, that's nice. Ooh, you know? No. Get your feet on the ground and find an opportunity where you can test this, where you can put it into practice. You yeah. know? Because that's the only way. When you see it, you know, like you were saying earlier, Lou, like, what does this look like? When you see yeah. it in action, what that's going to do in your own heart is going to give you confidence like, whoa. You know? And, and you do one thing, click. You do another thing, click. You do another yeah. thing, you do another. Eventually, you like bring it all. It's exactly. cool, you know. So for me, I'm sir. Hey, I'm not lord. Hell no. Oh, okay, sorry. You so for me, captain or sir, bro. Captain okay. or sir, one of the for, two. For me, Thurbash. <laughs> As always, guys, grace and peace. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, always, always remember, Jesus is your external anchor. If you choose the better way, I promise you, you're not going to be disappointed. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, yeah, guys, that's about it. Episode 10. Go out and test it, guys. Go out and test it. We're here to tell you that the better way is that you are already qualified for anything and everything. You may not be capable, but hey, here's the good news. You can go and get capable. You can become capable. It is a process. That's and it. it all just comes down to believing in yourselves and taking the small steps each and every single day to build the confidence on the way so from our side guys hope you enjoyed the episode we're going to be back with episode 11 we're in double digits now which means that we are officially on our way to triple digits which sounds glorious so yeah as always guys welcome to respawn